0: Welcome to Beyond By Wings, the business side of dentistry, brought to you by Edwards and Associates PC. Join us as we discuss how to build your dental practice, optimize your income, and plan for your future. This podcast is distributed with the understanding that Edwards and Associates PC is not rendering legal, accounting, or professional advice. Listeners should consult with their business advisors before acting on any of the information that is shared. At Edwards and Associates PC. Our business is the business of dentistry. For help or more information, visit our website at enassociates.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Beyond Bite Wings. In today's episode, we will be talking about failure is part of the process. And within the studio, we have Robert. Good afternoon. And myself, Ash. So, Robert, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, What do you think about today's episode?
1: I think it's uh, interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we have personal experiences that we can, how do I say this, that we can, without identifying the participants. Of course, of course. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, failure is part of success in various different ways. And that's what we're going to illustrate today. We're going to tell some of the stories that we've actually seen real life situations with people that we know, whether they're clients or not that have really come out on the success side but had to experience failure first and failure is a relative term absolutely. Um, and i'll get more into that when we talk about some of the issues
0: right right of course and uh, honestly i feel like when we decided to do this episode we were thinking of more from a client's perspective because i feel like with the COVID and uh, a lot of these mishaps that have happened. A lot of times the projections, they may not have met them or they may, for whatever reason, deem themselves as failures. And I feel like just talking about some of the stories that we've heard that we're aware of, this can probably help our listeners kind of identify that, no, it's not just me. It does happen to a lot of people oh, out yeah. there. And yeah. then what do we do to overcome that? And and then, then that's what will basically define our abilities, right? Like how do we get out of a setback right Right. and not just drown in it now earlier you know when we were actually talking about composing this episode there were a few stories you shared with me and i actually jotted them down here on my piece of paper so i was wondering if you'd be willing to share them again with our listeners of course so the first one i have up here is about a client who used a cheap architect
1: yeah that's an interesting story you know he was doing a startup practice he rented a space in a, a strip center and he was at a dental show, not locally. He was down in, I think he down in Florida, or maybe the designer that he hired was in Florida. Don't remember, wouldn't tell you anyway, the name of her. <laughs> of course, please don't. But uh, long story short, what happened was he got a great design, and then he came to uh, the construction company, gave them the design, had them uh, build everything. And it wasn't until uh, the office was finished out And he called either Patterson or Shine somebody, one of the big boys to bring the equipment out and install it. And they did that. And they came out to the office and they sat down and they started installing the equipment. They started looking around. We're having little problems. He said, what's the matter? They said, well, these rooms are smaller than they should be for this equipment. And they looked at the design and they figured out that the designer had not, weighed in the the width of the walls the thickness of the walls so if a wall is six inches thick Mm -hmm. that was how much smaller that room was that operatory than it was supposed to be on both sides
0: oh goodness essentially so instead of a a foot there
1: instead of a 10 foot operatory you got a nine foot operatory or you know if you're gonna have a nine foot operatory you had an eight foot operatory so the rooms were too small for for the um for the equipment. Oh my goodness, and that must have been devastating for them. It, well, of course it was, you know. So what do you think happened? So they had to pull out of there and tear down walls and redo everything and he lost an operatory oh, uh, and lost uh, I think 2 months, 60 days just about to redo the office and you know, came back fine after everything got situated, right? but it was a disaster. It was, it was, uh, I mean, think about that. If, if you've ever started a dental practice, put yourself in that situation, what would you have done? And I know everybody's going to say, I would have sued the designer. Well, (laughs) you're not going to get any money back if they don't have it. Right. I mean, maybe you can cause them to file bankruptcy, but in the meantime, you're going to spend what, 50,000 more in attorney's fees. (laughs) So you move forward and you do the best you can with what you've got and, and make it work. And I mean, time is our most valuable commodity, so in that case, all he wanted to do was get it redone in the least amount of time possible. I see. And move forward.
0: I see. So I'm actually getting two lessons here, right? Number one, of course, yes, there was a failure there. Things didn't go as planned, uh, but instead of kind of giving into it and giving up, uh, they decided, you know what, let's uh, restructure this out. Yes, we're gonna lose an operatory, but we'll at least have three, we can make it work. And, um, they probably, now I'm not sure how well their cash reserves were, if they had to dip into their working capital or not to, you know, cover for those additional two months or, you know, those additional renovation. But again, you know, they stuck it through and then they came out strong. So that's lesson one that I'm picking up here. Lesson two, don't be cheap.
1: Well, well that's the big question. Why did he get a designer uh-huh. from somewhere other than the, uh, construction company? Uh, because it was
0: cheaper. There you go. So, so, I mean, I mean, if you really think about it, yes, initially he thought this would be cheaper, but then, you know, after everything was said and done, he probably ended up spending more than what the other, you know, well-known designers would have charged. Oh yeah. A lot more. All right. Okay. So that was our story. Number one story. Number two. Wow. I feel like a lot of our listeners might be able to actually relate to this. So you told me of a story of a client. That started a practice right before the
1: pandemic. Oh, yeah.
0: It's one of my favorites. And then went bankrupt, but then came out stronger
1: than ever. Well, what happened was the practice was started, I think, in 2019, maybe in the summer. And it was just getting up and running well. And then when the pandemic came along in March of 2020, mm-hmm. everybody had to shut down. And this person called me and said, well, you know, what do I do? Because even now that we're reopened in the middle of the summer, his particular demographic of patient wouldn't come to the practice they just felt like you know they i mean they were still isolating at home and it's a certain demographic but you know it happens right and so he just felt like he was going to lose everything walk away from the practice he talked to me about you know how do i just how do i just leave you know and i said no don't do that i said bankruptcy is a good option in some cases and this is one of those cases and there are different kinds of bankruptcies. You know, there is a, 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 what we call a walk away. That's a chapter seven liquidation. You just file bankruptcy and throw up your hands and go do something different. But in this case, I suggested that he do a chapter 11, which is actually a, a reorganization.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what that does is it, it, it takes the amount of debt you owe to your lender, which his was a brand new loan. And the bankruptcy trustee, um, is allowed to reduce that debt to the current market value of the collateral. So in this case, what's the collateral? What's the dental equipment, mm-hmm. okay? It's not really the the finish out because they can't come and foreclose on the finish out. So mm-hmm. it's really the, the dental equipment. So if you borrow 500 or $550,000 to start up your practice and maybe you spent 150 of that on dental equipment, And a year later, maybe they value that dental equipment at, I don't know, let's say generously, let's say Mm 120,000. Then the bankruptcy trustee comes in and says, that's all you now owe the bank. And the bank has no say in the matter. That's it. That's called a cram down. I see. For obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. And so we were able to get him reorganized under the bankruptcy laws and reduce his debt dramatically by more than 50%. And- he came back stronger than ever. The practice is now thriving. He may be doing a million dollars now. I'm not sure. Wow. That's close amazing. to a, Yeah. And no here we problem. are, what, four years later? Yeah. I mean, 29 Three years, years later. later. Three years later. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's very amazing. Yeah. Now, that story I remember was very inspiring when I heard that. And, and, and honestly, I was actually putting myself in issues. I'm like, wow, you know, uh, you work towards something. You're like, okay, finally, I'm at a point where I'm going to give up my associateships, start my own thing. And then, you know, within months, you get hit by this pandemic that there's no way to f- foresee. And then well, what do you do in a situation like that? Yeah. Right?
1: And I know he wasn't the only one. I know there's a lot of people out there that that started practice and practices in the first, I don't know, three months of 2020 or maybe the last three months of 2019. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of the people were affected in the same way. If any of those people are still struggling today trying to pay their debt, then, you know, maybe the bankruptcy Reorganization direction is the way to go,
0: right? Right, and uh, you know that that word there, bankruptcy, a lot of times that instigates fear. They feel like that's like a label.
1: Well, it's like you know, yeah, it's kind of like we said before. It's kind of like failure, Mm -hmm. okay? But it shouldn't be looked at that way. It's it's not failure. It's just, I mean, maybe bad timing in the case of the pandemic. I mean, it's nothing the doctor did. I mean, some doctors go in and they just—they're just not good business people and they can't run a practice. But this had nothing to do with the talents of the doctor or the office or the staff or the patients or anything. It was just the
0: pandemic. Right, 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 right. And then uh, you know, going back to what you said, a lot of times you know the uh, the owner doctor, uh, uh, he or she or they may be an excellent clinician, but may not be a good business owner
1: right right
0: that may sometimes cause the practice to not even come to a break even after multiple years and at some point you have to sit down and decide what to do
1: to well that's that's another issue we've had uh you know a few clients that i've had that talk with Mm -hmm. uh you know and basically once i make that decision i start that conversation out with um you know look you could make more working for someone else than you're making in your own practice Mm -hmm. But again, you know the doctors look at that as if they failed. Right. But you know, get rid of that, forget that, and, and move forward. You know, look look at what you can do going forward. Right. So I've had doctors that sold their practice for really very little fire sale price, but they were able to go get a great job with you know another uh, either a private practice or a DSO, and they went from making under a hundred thousand to making close to three hundred thousand and were able to pay their debt that they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't file, this particular person I'm thinking of, didn't file bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. So he was able to pay his debts off by making the big bucks at the, at the uh, practice he went to. I see. And that's all gone now, and now he's he's, you know, living the life. Wow, that's good. I yeah. mean, I feel
0: like a lot of times, you know, people in general, we just don't want to recognize a setback. Because as you said, it goes directly hand in hand with failure.
1: Exactly. It's like, you know, wearing that big L on your forehead. Right. Right. It's not that way. Don't look at it that way. (laughs) Right. Right. And
0: honestly, it's just numbers. And Mm. at some point, you just have to sit there and reflect and think what would be the best decision moving forward. And for that, if you have to just cut your losses instead of waiting to break
1: even, then you do that. Instead of, uh, yeah, instead of continuing to struggle, cut your losses, move on, do something different. Right, and ma- make make what you're worth. I mean, you went to right. dental school for at least four years, and uh, before that, college, and you know you're worth a lot more than you give your credit for. Sometimes, so go right. out there and earn what you're worth.
0: Right, absolutely. I mean, I've even had clients, whether you believe it or not, where they were struggling, but they were refusing to even have a talk with their spouse about it. Yeah, because they were afraid that sure. they would be judged, sure, as not being a good business owner or something. But again, I don't think that should. Uh, reflect on someone's ability or capabilities i think it's just as you mentioned the timing the place we're in or
1: sometimes the environment and sometimes uh you know in the case of some of our clients that have struggled like that i think it's because they were probably given uh, poor advice when they uh, found the location for their office maybe the location wasn't the best Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know you keep struggling for in some cases, five years to try to fit the round peg in the square hole, and it just—it's not going to fit, not ever. Right. So you know, cut your losses and and do something different.
0: Right, right, right. And you know, speaking of giving advice, you know that uh, helps me to segue into our uh, other story, which was about a client who got some advice from some consultant, and I believe the consultant helped this client get a loan from Bank of America. But the loan amount was a small amount and did not include anything for working capital um, or anything in addition of that.
1: Well, yeah, let me – I know what you're talking about, so let me kind of take it from there.
0: Okay, so – but but then, you know, that caused
1: him to – same thing, go into bankruptcy. uh, Well, what happened in this case was I think at the time uh, Bank of America Practice Solutions was pretty much – rubber stamping applications for, you know, new client, our new, uh, new startups. Mm-hmm. And I think at the time they were making loans of uh, 550,000. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my recollection. Anyway, it was 550, maybe 575. Uh, for some reason, the consultant that was working with this particular doctor got him a $500,000 loan. And, um, and then when he started up, his rent was way too high. He, he was in a downtown metropolitan area of a city. Mm-hmm. And I think his rent was probably 10,000 a month, maybe a little higher than that. Wow. And uh, he just didn't have enough working capital. Mm-hmm. And so less than a year in, you know, he didn't know how to make ends meet. Wow. And uh, what he had to do, well, I mean, first of all, he got rid of the consultant, he hired us. Mm-hmm. And so we struggled. Uh, with what to do. I would like to have refinanced his debt, but he wasn't, it was a startup a year in. He wasn't generating enough revenue yet to be able to refinance the loan. Mm -hmm. So on his own, he went out and got some credit cards, (laughs) ran up another $100,000 or more, actually probably 150 in debt. And that was at a higher interest rate. Wow. Of course. Okay. But you know, the good news is that after the second or third year, he had built the practice to the level where i could take what he was doing and refinance the loan i see we 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 negotiated balances down on the credit cards we were able to negotiate i think a lower interest rate on the bank of america note we were able to get him some relief stretch out the note a little longer which lowered the payments and then he was able to uh, start making payments on time he was late for Several months at wow. one time, we took those late payments and put them on the end of the note. Mm-hmm. And we were able to restructure everything where it worked out well. And now, again, I think he's doing uh, close to a million dollars.
0: Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that, That's a great story, honestly. When I first heard that, I'm like, wow, it's not even his fault. His rent, his overhead expenses are something, I guess, that was not accounted for when he was being consulted And the loan was who knows (laughs) and that that
1: wasn't us,
0: (laughs) right? I mean, I mean, you think like, I mean, if I'm in dental school and I just get out and I'm going to an advisor and a consultant, I would think that this person has a credibility and has knowledge and expertise to be able to guide me through these things and be able to kind of safeguard me from these mishaps. But then, you know, life happens and things like that can happen. And when it does, like, what do you do? You feel like, oh, no, you know, I put all my faith and trust into this one person or this company. And it failed, so now, the end. But that's Well, not and I think case.
1: that's what a lot of the doctors do. They, they pretty much, they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And they've been burned now with one consultant. So mm-hmm. they're afraid to go talk to somebody else. Right. And so they kind of just throw up their hands and say, okay, that's it, I'm done. And right. you can't do that. You know, there are right. good people out there that can advise you. Um, you just have to you know, listen to some of your peers. And that's what some of these people that I've, pointed out these stories I've told, you know, they weren't clients. And then they, they talked to some of their other peers and they referred them to us and we were able to advise them and, and work them out of the difficult situations they were in. And those are really particularly rewarding to, uh, to see that happen. You know, sometimes my wife asked me why I don't retire and I say, because I love helping people. You know, and, and this is, you know, what we do. And it's what any good consultant would do is help people. You know, we just seem to have more experience at it than most.
0: <laughs> that's true.
1: And no,
0: that's true. I mean, just the reward of being able to help someone turn around their life and actually come out stronger. And you know that you had some part in that. I'm sure that's like a great reward more than, you know, yeah, it's, dollar it's signs.
1: Fulfilling. I mean, I enjoy it. And I always, I know it's a cliche, but I always tell clients, you know, if you're successful, we're successful. Absolutely. But, you know, I mean, it, it's true. It works that way. No, it is. It is. Yeah. It is. Absolutely. Now, can
0: you think of, I know we're towards the end of our episode, but can you think of anything else that you'd want to share with our listeners, uh, maybe to help them be motivated and understand that
1: failure is just part of the process and not just end all be all? Well, don't be afraid of failure. I mean, another word for failure is learning. Mm You know, those are the same thing. You know, you learn by failing. You learn what's not working. Sometimes it's painful but I've also seen the opposite of that. I've seen some people that had uh, a lot of success early, and then they thought, well, this is easy, and then they failed. Okay, would you rather fail and then succeed, or succeed and then fail? Right. I'd rather have success at the end, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So another word for failure is just, it's a learning process. We're learning something every day. We learn from every client. Just keep your minds open. And, and look out there for other alternatives, a way to do ways to do things.
0: Sound advice. Good advice. Well,
1: thank you for listening to our episode today.
0: Our great listeners. We should be having some more great topics coming up soon. And in the meantime, if you guys have questions or any inquiries that you would like to make, please feel free to reach us at info at dot And we look forward to hearing from you guys.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe to Beyond by Wings on your favorite podcast platform. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, or reach out to us on our website. You can also shoot us an email at info at eandassociates.com.